Time for my favorite show. We got a great show for you today. Silberto and Friends, weekday mornings on Catskills News Talk, 92.5 and 94.9. Good morning, 709. I'm Paul Silberto coming up this hour. Our Sullivan County update, Dan Hoos joins us. Cause Border Water Outfitters, our Catskills News Talk Fishing and River Report, Executive Chef Jody Cummings. And guest co-hostess this morning, Assemblywoman Aileen Gunther. Good morning, Assemblywoman. Good morning. Thanks for getting me up so early. <laughs> well, it's great to have you back again. Yeah. I'm loving this once a month uh, guest co-hostessing yeah, spot. Yeah, I love it. I love it, too, and I get so much information and get to talk to my constituency. Well, I'm glad that you are here, and I'm glad we get the updates that we do. Um, there's a lot going on, to say the least, and... Uh, a lot troubling, and I know you were part of what Mike Sakel was talking about in our Catskills uh, news this morning. The uh, Landfield Avenue Synagogue, that virtual we stand with uh, Israel community gathering last night. Yes, I, I, I was on the Zoom with Laurie and many other people, and, you know, I stand with Israel. And um, some of the horrific stories that I've been hearing on the news, it's just unbelievable Children, Americans taken host- hostage, older people. Uh, the the scenes that we see on television are heart wrenching, yeah. and we all need to pray. We need to stand with Israel. They are our partners, and um, hopefully, this will end sooner than later. I was watching again this morning. I've been addicted, absolutely mm-hmm. addicted to the uh, the news forecasts, and uh, I just um, my, my heart is broken. My, when I see these babies being pulled out of their mother's arms, women, a woman had to be 80 years old, pulling them out of, out of her home. I mean, it's just awful, and it's just unfathomable that anybody would do that to other people. Yeah, it, you know, and, and, and the pictures that you're seeing are surreal because you see the devastation and the bombing. You see the, the violence that you are talking about. And then I said you're seeing these pictures of golf carts that have people dressed in clothing that we're dressed in, not what you would think as military clothing because it is not, you know. And and and, and, and those are the hostages being driven, driven, driven away, and it's it just... It's surreal to see this happening. At a concert, all those mm-hmm. children yes. killed. Yeah. Over 200 young people went out for a day of yep. fun with their mm-hmm. friends and their neighbors and having a great time. And to do that to yep. all those young people, it, it's just, it's an atrocity. It's well, an absolute atrocity. And I certainly stand with Israel and uh, to my Jewish friends and neighbors, my heart is with you. And uh, if you need anything, call our office. I know Rachel will be in today. And I know that she's heartbroken. You know, Rachel spent time in Israel herself. And uh, she's a very active uh, Jewish person in our community. So our hearts and our, um, mm-hmm. you know, my son-in-law is Jewish. My granddaughter has been bas mitzvahed. And so it hurts every family. Yeah. And and, it, and how dare yeah. you, how dare you with that in New York City, those people with the Palestinian signs, people that I work with, it's unconscionable. Mm-hmm. We are all Americans. I was surprised to see that yesterday. 
Yep. Very surprised to see Unbelievable. that Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. I'll never speak to those colleagues again. Never. Interesting. Interesting. Um, yeah, that kind of caught me completely off guard. That really caught me completely off guard to see those scenes as well. Unbelievable. Yeah. And when I saw some of my colleagues marching with, with Palestinian signs, and I'm thinking about the people that lost their lives, you're an American. You are an American. And we stand for justice. Yeah. Now, there are going to be um, financial relief uh, efforts that are that there already are underway and there are going to be more. And I would hope that maybe we could be a conduit for, for, for those local relief efforts as well. Absolutely. You know, we could reach out to the community, maybe reach out through our Catskills News Talk Facebook page and keep us posted. And then, of course, we will vet them to make sure that they are, you know, official relief efforts. But something like this, it's so important, really, to get the word out. Last night, uh, people that were on on Zoom with me last night with Lori Oristano, who who... who pulled us all together. They have family in Israel. And I'm sure every moment of every day, they're thinking about it. And, you know, we all have to put our ourselves in all of their shoes and, and think about the fear and, and the torture and, and living in such an unsafe world at this point. Couldn't even imagine. And in the age we live in technologically, um, there were people that actually saw their relatives, their their friends, their neighbors being kidnapped, and to just to, to that's how you find taking out by seeing it as it's happening. Infants taking breastfeeding infants away. We don't know if they're being fed at this point. We don't know where they are. It, it's just horrendous. It's a horrific situation. And to, to see how things unfolded so quickly over the weekend, again, just, you know, they talk about the, the, the defenses being caught off guard. And you had talked about that music festival, um, hand gliding into a music festival. We have our you know. music festivals here. Mm -hmm. It's a time of joy, of friendship. Yep. Again, a terrible time going on. And... Uh, uh, one more time, give the, the contact information for your office, because I know you said if people need to. 845-794-5807. We open at 9. We end at 5. Um, I will give you my cell phone, 845-988-6704. And if there's anything we can do for you or your family, we are here for you in our office. And again, uh, more information coming up on Catskills News with Mike Sakel about that Landfield Avenue synagogue, that uh, virtual We Stand With Israel community gathering. Again, We Stand With Israel. Assemblywoman Aileen Gunther here this morning. It's Catskills News Talk 92.5-94.9 weather. Catskills News Talk 92.5 and 94.9 weather. Good morning. Today, partly sunny with a high of 57. Tonight. Partly cloudy, a low of 40. Tomorrow, mostly sunny, high 60. Tomorrow night, partly cloudy, a low of 39. Thursday, partly sunny, a high of 60. Friday, mostly sunny and high of 58. Right now, it's clear, 38 in Sullivan and the Catskills. 
Silberto and friends. He's not scary. He's funny. Weekday mornings on Catskills News Talk, 92.5 and 94.9. Good morning, 7.20 now. I'm Paul Silberto. Assemblywoman Aileen Gunther is here on this Tuesday morning. And uh, last week, of course... It was August, <laughs> as far as the weather went. Yeah. Now we're back in the more seasonable weather. And uh, I don't know. Let me think about this. Florida and warm weather. I don't know. Let's go to the Catskills News Talk line now. I'm not, I'm not mentioning any names or saying anything about <laughs> folks that gave up the sunny Florida weather, but it's Executive Chef Jody Cummings. How are you this morning? Are you cold yet? I am. No, I'm enjoying this crisp, beautiful autumn weather. Thank you very much. Yeah. See, now, those are the terms. <laughs> For those of us that are not fans of, like, fall and winter, it's cold. For those who are, it's crisp. It uh, feels fantastic. I like Thank warm. You, you too? See? I like warm. <laughs> Assembly woman, uh, I, I, I don't like my heating page. bills either. <laughs> oh, there you go. We go with cold, you go with crisp. It's people like you that turn this cold weather into something like a, a soda. It's crisp. Absolutely. <laughs> so so what are we chatting about this morning? Well, I thought the morning would be a great time to talk about uh, coffee, mm. uh, dairy. Co- yes, what we put in our coffee, all these, all these creamers. Okay. So let me ask, do you drink coffee? Yes, I do. I think you're, you're pretty good. What do you put in your coffee? Coffee. I think you knew better. Okay, yeah, so, so black. <laughs> yes. So you're okay. Good. Now, would you put would you put carrageenan red? Would would you put red seaweed in your coffee? No. Would no. you put <laughs> hydrogenated oils in your coffee? No. <laughs> okay. Would you put fake, completely fake ingredient hazelnut and caramel? So all of those creamers that you can buy in the middle of the grocery store shelf stable are and well some of them actually are refrigerated but can be uh left out but they are really truly one of the worst things you can do hmm. to add things to add to your coffee um they are loaded with actually the ones that are sugar free have a version of sucralose which can actually spike your blood sugar and increase your chances for diabetes so, i've heard that yes Yes, and I, th- I think people are learning that with diet sodas too, as well. Um, there's hydrogenated oils. There's there's just so literally almost every ingredient. Yeah, but jo- <laughs> yeah, but Jody, you don't understand. You only use a tablespoon. <laughs> no, I think people use way more than that, and that makes it even worse. There, there's 250 so, servings in a four ounce container. Oh, so my what's goodness. your advice? Yes, so that's that, the good news. Yeah. So the good news is that there's all these newer foods and you know people are always coming up with like healthier alternatives and a lot of plant-based things so obviously aside from using a really high quality half and half um there's things such as there's actually a um it's a creamer made with uh macadamia nuts Hmm. and actually i looked it up you can actually buy it at walmart and it's called milkadamia and it's got macadamia nuts in it, and it's so um, it's so rich in its in its uh, viscosity that it'll feel like a really nice you know milk kind of thing. And it's actually very good for you. It's got vitamins, and it actually has nutrition in it, which makes it even better. That's interesting. Um, yeah, there's another one um, called Bulletproof that has uh, coconut, coconut oil, but it yes. also has it actually has butter. 
and I know there's this whole, I, I won't get into that today, yeah, but, but there's this and, whole thing with adding butter to your but, coffee. But it's the grass-fed butter that is the yes. is, is really the one, yes. Very good, I yes, was I was going to ask you about that because grass-fed butter um, and coconut oil to make the, mm -hmm. what they call the bulletproof coffee. Absolutely. There's um, a lot of oat-based milks now. I don't know if you've tried any of them, but they're fantastic. And they've got a nice body to them, so they almost have that thickness to them like a regular, uh, like, you know, heavy cream or even light cream. But there's also some, some powders, which is going to mimic sort of the the powdered, you know, um, you know, creamers that, mm -hmm. that they have a lot of, a lot of buildings when they have free coffee and they can't put out, you know, fresh milk. And there's some, there, there's some powdered creamers that actually have things like turmeric. One has lion's mane in it, which is the new mushroom that's uh, supposed to be like a superfood. So I'm going to post the, um, the links to right. these, to these, to these products, but it, it's truly one of, I mean, if anybody out there listening owns an office where they put out free coffee and they put out a creamer, one of the most responsible things they can do is to get rid of all of the really, you know, poorly made artificial ingredient creamers. They're so, they're so misleading. And, you know, we've talked about this many times. A lot of people don't read ingredients. They don't think about it. They trust what's in front of them that it's, it's safe to eat, but it's not healthy for you. Well, you got to wonder not... when you can leave a, a creamer for about 42 months and it doesn't and, have to go in the refrigerator. That should tell exactly, you something. Exactly. And I just want to add, <clears throat> excuse me, a few things you can add to your coffee that will give it some flavor. One of them is, excuse me, <clears throat> cinnamon. Or have you tried yeah. cinnamon in your coffee? Yep. Um, some people have added ginger, like, you know, fresh ginger. Um, this is a really fun one. You could add a chai tea bag. So they make, you know, chai tea, which has mm -hmm. lots of really great flavors and ingredients in it. Adding that to your coffee before you add, you know, if you added creamer. Those are for the people that re really want that extra, extra flavor. But right. um, non-dairy creamers are really, truly one of the worst foods you can eat. Wow. Interesting conversation. Right. Poor day. One learns nothing. Yeah. You're really. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm writing this all down. So what is that? Milkadamia? Milk, it's called milkadamia. Yes, I'm going to post the link on my uh, Facebook page this yeah. morning so people can look at the different products. You can buy it. All of them look and sound really good, but they actually they're actually nutritious, which uh -huh. is even better. Mm -hmm. And by the way, if you go to um, my Facebook page or Catskills News Talk Facebook page, you'll see my video for who uh, who will be joining me this morning here on Celebrito and Friends. Uh, click through on uh, Executive Chef Jody Cummings, and that'll get you right to. Uh, her Facebook page to get that information and get those uh, and get those links. But I know there's been a lot of conversation about the uh, the coffee creamers, and and I too, as uh, as uh, Assemblywoman Aileen Gunther had was was wondering if there were some healthier or nutritious alternatives. And obviously now, finally, there are. Yes, for a day one learns nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, again, always great information. Uh, again, click through on the video to, or go to her Facebook page, Executive Chef Jody Cummings, and check out the information. And uh, Jody, again, I appreciate it. We'll catch up next week. And by the way, as we wrap it up, I have got I have got a question for you and Assemblywoman Ailing Gunther. Are you ready? I'm yes. ready. What is the difference between an oat-based coffee creamer and Paul Ciliberto? <laughs> I don't know. The oat-based coffee creamer has a good body. Yeah! <laughs>
Silberto and friends. I don't like your attitude one bit. Weekday mornings on Catskills News Talk, 92.5 and 94.9. And 7.33 now, 27 till 8. Catskills News coming up at 8. Catskills News headlines. Here's Mike Sakel. As the tragic events unfold in Israel, the Landfield Avenue Synagogue hosted a We Stand with Israel virtual community gathering. Visiting Rabbi Jacob Stern reviewed the on-the-ground events and spoke of moving forward. Local representatives included Assemblywoman Aileen Gunther, Monticello Mayor George Nicolatos, and State Senator Peter Oberacker, who is a member of the Senate Anti-Semitism Committee. The Landfield Avenue Synagogue creating a fundraising campaign to collect for assistance. Sullivan County has recently seen low unemployment and growth, but some development projects stalled due to pushback from host towns and residents. Sullivan County Partnership President Mark Bias says one way to avoid potential issues is early communication. Bias, speaking at the partnership annual meeting last week, admits it's a challenge, but says community cooperation is key to continued economic growth. That's what's happening. I'm Mike Sakel, Catskills News. Catskills News coming up at 8 on Catskills News Talk, 92.5 and 94.9. Good morning, Silberto and friends. I'm Paul Silberto, Assemblywoman Aileen Gunther here on this Tuesday morning. And it's time now for our Catskills News Talk Fishing and River Report. And it's being brought to you by Kenko Outfitters, an authorized Orvis dealer for fishing, camping, hiking, and boating, Route 28 in Kingston, or online at KenkoOutfitters.com. On the Catskills News Talk line from Border Water Outfitters, it's Cause. How are you this morning, Cause? Not too bad. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> I wish I wish uh, our listeners could see what Assemblywoman Aileen Gunther and I could see. Over Kaz's shoulder, out the window, is Lake Erie. <laughs> yep. And, so, and I'll tell you, if you had the salt water smell, you would think it's the ocean. That's how bad. <laughs> well, when we talk Lake Erie, I think we're talking steelhead camp, right? Yes, we are. I got here yesterday, actually. Mm-hmm. How long does steelhead camp go for, Cause? Well, I'm here for about a month, Paul. And mm-hmm. uh, usually it starts to change weather, you know, beginning in November. And, and you know me, it's, it's archery season then, so I need to get back. <laughs> yeah. And then, Assemblywoman, you've got to understand, maybe you could do something as an Assemblywoman to help poor cause out. After we get, you know, past January, this poor guy has to suffer, suffer in the Bahamas bone fishing for months. Can you help him out? Is there something we can do to take that to take that pain away from him? Well, I could go with you for a couple no, of no, weeks. No, wait a minute. Now that's... <laughs> you're, you're always welcome, Aileen. There you go. Yeah. So, all right, guys, for those who still want to get out and uh, do some fishing along the Upper Delaware River system, I know the 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 the, the temperatures have turned seasonably uh, cooler, but we're not looking at any rain. Uh, in our Catskills News Talk 92.5-94.9 forecast for uh, quite a while. So what are things? Uh, what are the conditions looking like? Well, the rain we got, uh, I believe, down your way, it was yesterday, maybe a little bit the day before. Is that correct? Paul? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. So it, it was interesting. The majority of that fell east of Hancock. So Papacton Reservoir got the brunt of the runoff. As a result of that, it took it into uh, the FFMP to the next table, more favorable table for releases. So what you have is the Harvard gauge is reading 488 on the Upper East Branch and 47 degrees. That is big water for the, the Upper East Branch. 
Fish's Eddy is reading 16, 50, and 49 degrees. So as far as good cold water and uh, nice weightable water, the Upper East Branch and the Big East Branch at Fish's Eddy is the place you want to be. Now, when you get down to the main branch, at Lordville, it's 2,380, and that's a little bit high to wade. I mean, you can wade in spots with caution fall, but temperatures are good. Everything else is good there, okay? So as a result of the uh, water that we received, like I said, the majority of it went east of Hancock. Very little went west of Hancock. I'll, get, I'll give you an example. Stylesville is at 166 cubic feet per second. Hale Eddy's at 334. It's still very low up there, okay? Mm-hmm. And again, when you, what you had taught me is that when it comes to the releases, the water that's released is going to be the colder water because of being released from the bottom of the reservoir as opposed to the warmer water closer to the surface. A absolutely. And right now, you know, with the cool evenings that we have, uh, you know, water temperature is not going to be an issue. Uh, actually, it's going to be colder in the, in the Upper East and, and, the, and the West Branch. Uh, so as a result of all of that, well, we have some off-colored water on the main branch. Streamers work real well. ISOs are still going good. Caddis on the sunny days. Overcast, drizzly days. Bluing olives, they're all over the water. All right. Well, we appreciate the update. We'll catch up on Thursday. And uh, when do you start actually catching the steelhead? Is that today? Or well, you know? uh, there's a nice rain coming in now, so that's going to bring in the steelhead uh, on Cataraugus uh, Creek here which is one of the larger uh, Lake Erie tributaries. They're all at the mouth of the river getting ready to run up river as soon as this rain drops. And it's raining here now, and we're supposed to get a couple inches. Uh, so uh, my guests come in on Thursday, and we start fishing Friday, Saturday, Sunday, all the way through the month. All right, my friend, we'll catch up with you on Thursday morning, all right? Take care. And buddy. before we wrap up, how can our uh, listeners get a hold of you at Border Water Outfitters? Although it may Tell take a little time to get back to them. Yeah. Cell phone 607-760-2270 or email bwo at hancock.net. And the last most important question, did you pack the kielbasa and pierogies for your trip? I packed the kielbasa, but not the pierogi. Cause? Well, there's a, believe it or not, there's a pierogi place right down the road about two miles, homemade. So I'm Really? Yep. <laughs> the man can find pierogies no matter where. Cause, we'll talk to you Thursday. Take care. We'll see you. Silberto and friends. I'm in no mood for any more of your chipper chopper. Enough chipper chopper. Weekday mornings on Catskills News Talk, 92.5 and 94.9. Good morning. It's 743 now. I'm Paul Silberto, Assemblywoman Aileen Gunther on this Tuesday morning. Time to find out what's happening throughout Sullivan County now. It's our Sullivan County update. And on the Catskills News Talk line... It's Director of Communications for Sullivan County, Dan Hoos. Good morning, Dan. How are you? All right. How are you, Paul and Aileen? Good. Doing well. It's good to talk to you. Although it's quite a bit different this morning when Assemblywoman Aileen Gunther is here than it was last week when you were here. Because last week we were talking about temperatures near 80. <laughs> today, today we're looking at maybe upper 50s. I think fall is finally making its presence known. Oh, there's absolutely so, no doubt about let, that. Let's hope it lasts as long as possible. I, I joke with people, you know, we have we have basically uh, uh, two seasons here, uh, summer and winter. And 
In between are things called, I think, fall and spring. Yeah, but... uh, yeah I am. I'm still waiting for this summer to get here. Normally, yeah. it's we have two seasons. We Winter and the 4th of July, that's about it. I'm going up to Buffalo tomorrow. You're going to Buffalo? Yeah, I'm the uh, keynote speaker for nurses up in okay. Buffalo. I bet you it's going to be cold up there. Oh, Dan, oh, Dan while, yeah. you, while you give the update, I'm going to check the weather for Buffalo tomorrow. How's that? Oh, okay, very and good. And maybe you could, when you're done, you could stop up and see Cause <laughs> at his steelhead <laughs> camp. Oh, so I actually would love to do that. You should. You should. So what's happening throughout uh, Sullivan County, Dan? All right. Well, uh, first, of course, uh, all of the county gives its thoughts and prayers to those in Israel and in Gaza who are caught in the crossfire of this uh, really war that's going on there. This is tough. And I know there are a lot of people in the Sullivan County area who have connections to that part of the world. So um, we uh, we stand with you on that and, and hope that uh, your loved ones are, are doing all right and are finding uh, safety and refuge amidst this and that that this situation uh, is resolved sooner rather than later. I don't know that it will be, but um, we're we're thinking of you. And uh, if there's anything the county government can do about it, please contact us. So, um, on happier notes, uh, we have a uh, welding course uh, that is starting today. This, uh, and people are like, a welding course? Well, wh what's the big deal about that? Well, it's a free welding course. It's actually the the second uh, that our uh, legislature, working with BOCES and our Center for Workforce Development, have put together. Uh, earlier this year, we did a construction trades course at BOCES and Liberty, uh, where we graduated nine people uh, with newfound skills in construction trades. We had selected them specifically because they were either going to uh, start a new career uh, with uh, a local employer in construction trades, or they were going to be in line for promotion after completing it. Same idea with this. We have nine people now signed up for this welding course, which will be taught at BOCES. Uh, the folks specially selected uh, from the applicants we got, we didn't want to uh, uh, bring on people to take a free course just so they could become do-it-yourselfers at home. This is about actually improving uh, the prospects of people in the community and also improving our workforce, getting um, uh, much-needed people in much-needed jobs in Sullivan County. So I'm excited to see where that goes. That'll be a 10-week course, after which they'll graduate with a basic welding certificate and they'll either go on to further, more advanced training if they want to, or they can immediately enter the workforce. And I know for a fact there are jobs out there waiting for them. So uh, hopefully some photos I'll be taking of our students in the next few days here. Um, also happening today, starting today, uh, a bridge uh, in the town of Liberty, just south of Ferndale, it's on Mongop Road, uh, is going to be down to just one lane. We're repaving it for a week, uh, so there'll be a, a minor inconvenience there. I mention it really because it's probably one of the last of our many road work projects that we'll, we, we will be doing this year as we get uh, ever closer to winter. Uh, we've had a great year to get a lot of work done, thankfully. Uh, without getting into any kind of debt. The legislature was very specific on making sure that that happened. But uh, one of the uh, biggest road work years we've ever had and uh, looking forward to being in a fiscal position to do the same for next year. Um, but uh, if you're in the Mongop Road area in Town of Liberty, just uh, put a little extra time in your schedule. 
Uh, also, we have Nalox boxes that are available for businesses and nonprofits to put in a publicly accessible place uh, in their uh, business or nonprofit in their community. We've got 174 in total. We want to get them all across the county. What they have inside them are kits and test strips for emergency use when somebody is suffering an overdose. And all you have to do is open it up, grab one of these kits, and then go use uh, the naloxone that is in it. That's why they're called these nalox boxes. It's part of our Healing Communities uh, grant-funded study. These are grant monies that we use to purchase these boxes. And we want to make sure that there are boxes in every community across Sullivan County available to anyone when they need to get to them. Uh, and finally, I'm just an exciting thing to talk about. I, I think I mentioned uh, last week on uh, the radio that I, I never get to say the word paleontologist. That's right, because we've tried to spell it. <laughs> <laughs> well, now not only are we going to have a paleontologist at the County Museum, but we are going to have a White House photographer exhibiting his photos at the County Museum cool. at the same time. A guy named Robert McNeely, who for I still don't know how he ended up at our museum, but he was there to see some of our Frederick Cook photographs. Frederick mm -hmm. Cook being the Hortonville-born North Pole explorer from that about was 100 last years year, ago. wasn't it? So, yeah. Uh, yeah, Frederick Cook photos yeah. have been up, but he was he he stopped by to visit, uh, and he was so impressed by the exhibits and the photography, the real focus we have on photography, that he's like, I want to have some of my photos uh, uh, exhibited here. Wow. I think he's got a local connection, and so you're going to see uh, photographs mostly from the President Clinton years, huh. uh, but not just of Clinton, but a whole bunch of other uh, officials in the top levels of the federal government at that time on display at the county museum they start going on display just an hour before the paleontologist speaks uh which will be october 13th uh at the county museum starting at six o'clock uh in hurleyville highly recommend you stop by because you'll not only uh, get to see these great photos but also hear this and i'll say it again paleontologist <laughs> uh, speak about dr cook and other really interesting things so I'm, and you'll have a chance to talk to them so. i'm sorry every time you say paleontologist i think of ross keller from friends <laughs> So, <laughs> anyway, well, two things. One, we'll catch up next week. The other thing is I have made an executive decision. You and I are going with Assemblywoman Aileen Gunther to Buffalo because right now it's 10 degrees warmer in Buffalo than it is here. <laughs> and for the rest of the week, temperatures are going to be a couple degrees warmer. So. That's a Figure. heck of a ride. It's so there a heck you of go. Ride. Yeah, it is. I went, to, I went near Buffalo once. I still don't think I got there. All right, Dan. <laughs> Take care, everyone. You too. We'll catch up. Dan Hoost, our uh, Sullivan County update. Dan, Director of Communications, Sullivan County. By the way, not only can you see cause at Steelhead Camp, but you can see Dan Topleski up there. Yeah. yeah so there if you I go. stop by. All right. One, two, three. Birthday shout-outs on Catskills New Sun, 92.5, 94.9. First of all, a belated happy anniversary to Dave and Corinne Dunlop celebrated their anniversary over the weekend. Happy birthday today to uh, Joe Teneri, and happy anniversary to Eddie Wilson from our sister station, 95.9 VOS FM, and his wife, Nancy. Happy anniversary. Happy birthday to Joe Teneri and Steve Schwartz from Steve's Music Center. Oh. Yep. Celebrating birthdays we today. We miss his mom. Yep. Uh, 
Steve is a great guy. His mom was yeah, wonderful. Amazing. You know. Every every time he played, she was there. Yep. And uh, when you see Steve, tell him I said stop wishing. And he'll say start playing. <laughs> celebrating a birthday today. You're celebrating with David Lee Roth, 69. Bradley Whitford from the West Wing is 64. California Governor Gavin Newsom is 56. Former NFL quarterback Brett Favre, 54. Mario Lopez, you hear him afternoons on our sister station, 98.3 WSUL. He's 50. Dale Earnhardt Jr. is 49. Dan Stevens, Downton Abbey and uh, Legion is 41. And Presley Hosbach, Dance Moms and Stage Fright is uh, 16. Got a birthday, got a celebration, let us know about it. We'll let everybody know about it. Go to CatskillsNewsTalk.com, click shout out, get your info to us. We'll get it on for you at Catskills News Talk, 92.5-94.9. Silberto and friends. We well, sure got a healthy appetite. That's because he's malnourished. He needs that. Weekday mornings on Catskills News Talk, 92.5 and 94.9. Good morning. It's 7.57 now. It's 3 till 8. I'm Paul Silberto, Assemblywoman. Aileen Gunther is here on this Tuesday morning. Again, glad you're here this morning. Good morning, and thanks for waking me up so early. <laughs> Yay, but I always get up early. I know um, you've got we've got your update coming up, talking about what's happening um, throughout your district, so I'm really looking forward to that. So, a lot going on this morning here on Silverberto and Friends. And, uh, in fact, coming up next hour, we will get that update. And we'll speak to Tony Sinecor, our Liberty Rotary Club update. And joining us with our Garnet Catskills update on the Catskills News Talk line is uh, Dr. Nathaniel Margolis. He is a fellowship-trained diagnostic breast imaging radiologist and the medical director of the Ray Moody MD Breast Center at Garnet Health Medical Center. So we'll get our update from uh, Dr. Margolis this morning. So there is a lot going on here on Silverberto and Friends and Peace, Love, and Pumpkins. It starts on Friday at Bethelwood Center for the Arts. Themed nights, the uh, booze and booze, the sensory-friendly nights. So many great events. You can check it out. Go to BethelwoodCenter.org and check out what's happening at Peace, Love, and Pumpkins. I'm going to give you a chance to win a pair of tickets. Coming up next hour. Yep, a pair of tickets to Peace, Love, and Pumpkins back at Bethelwood Center for the Arts. It starts on Friday and uh, continues right through the 29th. you got to check it out. This is, uh, immersive walkthrough, pumpkin displays, It's and, and pumpkin art. It's, it's absolutely gorgeous. It's Peace, Love, and Pumpkins back at Bethelwood Center for the Arts. I would love to give you a pair of tickets. So be listening. I'll tell you when to call in and win. Tickets to Peace, Love, and Pumpkins back at Bethelwood Center for the Arts. And again, go to BethelwoodCenter.org. More with Assemblywoman Aileen Gunther coming up next hour here on Silberto and Friends. Time for America's favorite daytime fun show. you got to get on out and shake it. Silberto and Friends. Weekday mornings on Catskills News Talk, 92.5 and 94.9. Good morning. It's 8.08. I'm Paul Silberto. Coming up this hour, we will speak with Tony Sinecor, our Liberty Rotary Club update, and our Garnet Catskills update. Dr. Nathaniel Margolis will be joining us this morning. 
Assemblywoman Aileen Gunther is here on this Tuesday morning. And again, happy to have you here this morning, Assemblywoman. Happy to be here. I'm Got li- me up bright, I- bright and early as usual. I'm liking these uh, once a month uh, guest co-hosting gigs. So I appreciate you being here. Of course, last hour we talked about really things that are going on with the situation in Israel. We talked about that um, organized get-together last night, the virtual We Stand with uh, Israel community gathering that you were part of. Um, And again, so much tragedy that's going on. It's just terrible what's happening in Israel. But there's a lot of other things that are going on throughout the district. I know how busy you are. So let's talk about some of the other things happening that you're working on uh, that you're busy with throughout your district. So first and foremost, uh, everybody knows Debbie Levine. And Debbie is uh, calling from pillar to post to see. We usually do a coat drive. And she Mm -hmm. calls each and every school to find out who needs coats or we're also, uh, Debbie's talking about boots this year also because kids need to have warm feet. So that's one thing we're doing. Uh, another thing, uh, you know, we had that horrific explosion. And, you know, housing is a tremendous issue in our community. You know, a lot of the rents have gone up and not affordable. And so we have a lot of calls from constituents around our district, both in Sullivan and Orange County about the high housing crisis and how can we help them. And, uh, you know, my staff, uh, they work every day to make sure that they serve the people of Sullivan and Orange County. Um, I know that uh, soon um, the uh, we uh, will have a lot of people talking about food and the Federation for the Homeless is having a fundraiser, and Kathy does an amazing job. And so we all need to donate and make sure that she has enough food to feed all those people that we often see in in line waiting for their weekly food. And we get some money, for, some food from the federal government, but any donations really help the Federation for the Homeless. We're excited about that fundraiser meeting, and I'm honored to be part of that. And uh, we're honored for uh, you to be part of it's, that. Uh, it's it's going to be it's going to be a great evening. And the Federation, again, we had talked about this. The fact that the Federation has been doing what they're doing for so long that sometimes they become a name that you hear, but you may realize what they do is an everyday thing um and the need keeps growing their need keeps growing and the services they provide keep growing and we've got to keep the federation for the homeless really in the forefront of our thoughts when we think of those organizations that we need to really reach out and help and be part of i'll tell you if it wasn't for kathy and standing standing with that job i mean it's 24 hours a day seven days a week her husband also helps her so much. Her family is incredible. And, you know, we all have to help the Federation and give to the Federation to make sure that they can continue working with our our people. Yeah, definitely. No doubt about that. And again, very excited and honored about media men uh, coming up. Myself, Eddie Wilson from our sister station, 95.9 VOSFM, Mike Sakel, Catskills News News Director, Barry Lewis and uh, Jonathan Charles Fox. Uh, going to be honored that evening. It's coming up on Thursday, the 19th. And all you of know. you certainly deserve it. Well, thank you. Absolutely. For all you do in our community. Really, 
you know, your news reporting, you know, the fun drives that you have. We really appreciate what you do. I don't know what we would do without this radio well, station. I'm honoring you, and I say we we are all in this together, and that's what we're supposed to do. That's Absolutely. Really, it's really our responsibility to work together. But, again, if you can check out, go to the Facebook page for the Sullivan County Federation for the Homeless. Um, you can also check out their website. And uh, really, see the amazing work that the uh, Federation for the Homeless does and get involved and be part of the Federation for the Homeless here in Sullivan County. And again, you talked about uh, Kathy Kreider, what an amazing woman she is, the work she does. You talked about her husband. He proved to me, proved to me the first time I met him what an intelligent gentleman he is he's awesome i looked him in the eyes and i said can you please keep her in line and he just looked at me he said nobody can do that and then i knew he was an intelligent man what an incredible family (laughs) yeah what an incredible family and we appreciate them so much yeah so again check it out the federation for the homeless that uh coming up you know it's it's interesting because when you were talking about the co-drive we've spoken about this before and uh when we have it was warmer weather. Boy, I tell you, on, on mornings like the past few where we start getting more seasonably cooler temperatures, you're starting to realize that that need is going to be there again for those folks who just really can't afford something that we take for granted like a coat. Yeah, and you know, you think about you go out to dinner and then I think to myself, wouldn't it be better to buy a coat for a child to make sure they ha- they're warm in the winter? Uh, I just think that, you know, giving is so rewarding for all of us. And, you know, giving in Sullivan County right now is very, very important. You know, we have a lot of housing issues here, lots of housing. We have so many people coming to our office and looking for housing. You know, there is somewhat of a shortage. Sometimes people just can't afford it. So we have to make sure that in the future, when we start building, we do have to do set-asides for people that are low-income and also seniors, and it's so, so very important. You know, we are a community that cares, and whatever we do, we have to make sure we're inclusive of everybody. Yeah, very good point. Again, give the number for your office. 845-794-5807. Rachel will be in today. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, give a call uh, if you've got concerns, if you've got questions, maybe you have ideas or suggestions. I know that the phone lines are always open. Assemblywoman Aileen Gunther's doors are always open. And again, we talked about the coat drive, how vital that is. And yep, we're going to be getting into what well, we are always into, but really even more so when it comes to the food situation as well. It's, it's tough. It really is tough. And I, I, I can't not mention the United Way. Oh, yes. I can't not mention the United Way and all that he does. Julian, yes. Uh, Julian, he was a good friend of my son and is a good friend of my son, Jacob. And Julian has been a rock in our community. And we have to give him kudos each and every day because he really does serve so many people. So, so many people. All right. So, again, um, reach out if you have questions, concerns, suggestions for Assemblywoman Aileen Gunther. Uh, We're going to get our update, our official update, um, our weekly conversation with Assemblywoman Aileen Gunther. That's coming up. But right now, Assemblywoman Aileen Gunther has Catskills News Talk, 92.5, weather, which, by the way, it is 10 degrees warmer now in Buffalo. Catskills News Talk, 92.5 and 94.9 weather.
Good morning. Today, partly sunny, high of 57. Tonight, partly cloudy, low of 40. Tomorrow, mostly sunny, high of 60. Tomorrow night, partly cloudy, a low of 39. Thursday, partly sunny, thank God, high of 60. And Friday, mostly sunny, high of 58. Right now, it's mostly sunny, 37. And Sullivan and the Catskills. Silberto and friends. Oh, that is just so much nonsense. Weekday mornings on Catskills News Talk, 92.5 and 94.9. Good morning. It's 819. I'm Paul Silberto. Assemblywoman Aileen Gunther is here. We talk about the variety of programs here on Catskills News Talk, 92.5, 94.9. Everything from, of course, Silberto and friends to the Brian Kilmeade show to Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon, the Dave Ramsey show. But I really got hooked the first time. I heard Lee Habib and uh, Our American Stories. They were talking at that time about uh, the Boys and Girls Club. Really a great program. Evenings here on Catskills News Talk 92.5, 94.9. And I'm very proud of our our weekend local programs. Saturday morning um, at 8, it's Let's Talk Vets with Doug Sandberg. And then... It's the Catskill Sports Report with Dylan Price at 9. Great local programming here on Catskills News Talk 92.5-94.9. It's 8.20 now, and we are heading to the Catskills News Talk line. It is our Garnet Health Update. And this morning, uh, we're speaking with Dr. Nathaniel Margolis. He is a fellowship-trained diagnostic breast imaging radiologist and medical director of the Ray Moody MD Breast Center at Garnet Health Medical Center. Uh, reads all breast images um, system-wide. Dr. Margolis' fellowship training means that he has gone through comprehensive and in-depth tra- uh, training to gain unique clinical and technical skills and a keen eye to review images and perform breast procedures. Garden Health proud to have such a skilled expert in breast care. And Dr. Margolis, as, uh, as a community, we should feel great knowing that uh, Dr. Margolis is truly one of the best in the business, and you, if need be, have the opportunity to be screened and treated uh, with fellowship-trained expert physician practices. And it's great to say good morning and welcome to uh, Dr. Nathaniel Margolis. How are you this morning, doctor? Doing well, thanks. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much uh, for joining us. So let's jump right in with the question is, is, what are the signs and symptoms of breast cancer because we're talking breast cancer awareness right there uh, are two main ways that we detect breast cancer one is through screening if it's found on a mammogram and the other if it's felt as a lump uh, mm-hmm. so there are uh, rare cases where it could be felt as um, a focal area of pain or dimpling in the skin those are all things that uh, women should be aware of um, but if they feel a lump or if they feel any change in their breast, they should go to their doctor immediately. So again, more about um, early detection basics. What would you add to that? So the the way that uh, we uh, would like to find breast cancer is when it's very small. And the way we can do that is through screening with a mammogram. So a mammogram can detect a breast cancer before it's uh, large enough to feel as a lump. So by the time it's felt as a lump, it has to be a uh, considerable size. But we can detect uh, breast cancers when there are only a few millimeters in size on a mammogram. Hmm. So uh, the main message that I would like everyone to know is that 
they if they're older if it's a woman older than 40 they should be getting screened with a mammogram every year because that's our best chance to find a cancer when it's small and when it's small it's more easily treated and um the survival rate if a breast cancer is detected at its earliest stage is almost 100% so uh yeah. that's a, yeah. a huge um that's a, that's a yeah that's a huge victory for um for uh cancer detection but unfortunately on the other side if it's not uh detected early one, once it's uh, spread to lymph nodes or other parts of the body, the survival rate decreases significantly. Yeah. And again, that early detection gives that amazing amount of hope. So let's then talk about, again, you know, you you use the term lump. And for someone that is doing a breast self-exam, what should they actually be feeling for? Right. So if they uh, feel a lump or a ridge, any kind of like hardening of the tissue or the skin, is something that they should be looking for. So and any change in the appearance, whether it's um, a skin change or a lump, is something that uh, a woman should not ignore. They should see their doctor about that. Well, if, some, if somebody does detect um, uh, a sign or a, a symptom, um, what should they do? And can they speak to uh, the technology? And can you speak to the technology that's used if that happens to be the case? So the um, the next step would be to do a mammogram and ultrasound. Uh, so a mammogram is basically an X-ray of the breast tissue. It um, happens uh, to be that we have the latest technology at Garnet. We have something called 3D mammography, which mm. is even better than what they had before. Uh, basically, it's uh, able to detect cancers that are hiding behind dense tissue. So um, we're fortunate to have the latest technology uh, for mammograms. And then an ultrasound is also important because... Sometimes uh, we don't see something on the mammogram that might be picked up by ultrasound. So um, once they go to their doctor, they, uh, the doctor will be able to order those tests for them. All right. And by the way, Dr. Margolis, not only am I si- are, are we sitting together with our assemblywoman, but we are sitting together with our assemblywoman who happens to be a nurse, who happens to be a strong supporter of, uh, of Garnet Health uh, Catskills. And uh, it's interesting that assemblywoman Aileen Gunther is part of this conversation. And, and as we wrap things up, um, where can our listeners get more information on what we were chatting about this morning? Uh, so they can go to the Garnet Health website, and they can um, basically. And uh, first and foremost, they should be uh, going to their doctor for any any concerns. But um, going to uh, GarnetHealth.org, um, and then also um, there are good resources on the American Cancer Society's website. Great. Well, Doctor Nathaniel Margolis, first of all, I want to say thank you for joining us this morning. Thank you for our Garnet Health Catskills update with this great information. And I want to say thank you for being here and being part of this community and really for giving us the skills and the talent and the hope that you bring because of your skills and talent. Just uh, just want you to know you're appreciated. Certainly is. Oh, glad to help. No. Any, any, Can't wait to you meet need, you. Uh, I'm here. Uh, you can check it out, GarnetHealth.org, our Garnet Health update, Dr. Nathaniel Margolis. Um, again, GarnetHealth.org. It's 826 now. Silberto and friends. This is so cool. Weekday mornings on Catskills News Talk, 92.5 and 94.9. Catskills News is coming up at 9 on Catskills News Talk. 
92.5-94.9. Good morning. It's Silberto and Friends. I'm Paul Silberto, Assemblywoman Aileen Gunther here on this Tuesday morning. And we are heading to the Catskills News Talk Line now for our Liberty Rotary Club update. It's Tony Sinecor. Tony, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Paul. How's everything? Doing good. See, that's a new procedure. I call you once, I hang up on you, then I call you back again. Well, that's okay. How's that? I just At want. Least we got through this time. Yeah, I just want to make sure it works. Okay. <laughs> so, hey, there are so many things that are going on, and I know Liberty Rotary Club always great things locally, regionally, nationally, and internationally. So let's get right into it. What's happening with the Liberty Rotary Club? Well, starting this Saturday, the uh, Boys and Girls Club of Sullivan and Orange County is honoring the Liberty Rotary Club and the. Walco East Rotary Club at the clubhouse at Circleville. Um, it's their uh, Grow Here Farm to Table experience. I'm excited about that event. So uh, very well deserved by the Rotary Clubs. I'm honored right. that I'll be emceeing that event. Oh, good. That'd yep. be nice. Okay. The other thing we got going is on the 18th, uh, we have our uh, community dinner at the Interfaith uh, Food Pantry. Uh, starts about I think it's uh, six o'clock and then five o'clock. I'm sorry, and it's at the uh, St. Paul's Church uh, behind the St. Paul Church, right next to the post office on Chestnut Street in Liberty. Fantastic. And then on the 21st, we have our Alzheimer's walk, uh, walk for Alzheimer's. Uh, that registration there starts at nine, and the ceremony starts at ten. And the Liberty Rotary Club is actually. Uh, formulating a team to participate in the event. And a busy October, on the 24th, we have our annual uh, spaghetti and meatball dinner over at the Liberty High School. Um, tickets are available from any of our members, uh, or you can go on our website and there's a, a, a place on there where you can click on and, and get t access to the tickets. And finally, on the... Uh, 3rd of November, we're having our 11th annual David Thomason uh, Spirit Beer and Wine Tasting at the Arnold House uh, from 6 to 9 p.m. And tickets are available to any of the members or on our website. That's going to be a great night. Albie will be performing at that event and so many great vendors that come together for an event like that. Um, really something special. But the thing about that, Tony, and as, as you know, is that sells out quickly. So if anyone wants to get involved, now would definitely be the time to get involved, correct? Correct. And you can get information on the Dave Thompson Spirit Beer and Wine Tasting event and really everything going on with the Liberty Rotary Club by going to CatskillsNewsTalk.com, the click list, click on the logo for the uh, Liberty Rotary Club. And, um, Tony, great way to find out if maybe somebody um, wants to become a member of a Rotary Club, and in particular Liberty Rotary Club, would be to be at a Wednesday night meeting, correct? Correct. Over at Yasu's, mm -hmm. uh, we have like a social hour at 530 on most weeks, and then the meeting starts at 6. All right. Well, Tony, we appreciate the update, and uh, we'll get our next Liberty Rotary Club update next Tuesday. You have a great day, all right? You too, sir. All right. Liberty Rotary Club, again, great things locally, regionally, nationally, and internationally. Go to CatskillsNewsTalk.com, the click list. Click on the logo for the Liberty Rotary Club. Yeah!
Silberto and friends. What can I say to be on the radio? Weekday mornings on Catskills News Talk, 92.5 and 94.9. Good morning. Coming up on 8.39 now. I'm Paul Silberto. Assemblywoman Aileen Gunther is here. And normally I have to go to the Catskills News Talk line and, and give her a call, but I don't have to do that right now because she happens to be sitting right to my left. If you're looking at the radio, it's to your right. If the radio is behind you, it's to your Never mind. Anyway, <laughs> this is our weekly conversation now with Assemblywoman Aileen Gunther, where we get caught up on the big picture of everything that's happening throughout the district. And it's great. Uh, normally, I'm talking to you. You're on your way to Albany, but not today. No, tomorrow I'm on my mm-hmm. way to talk to uh, nurses up in Buffalo. So it's a going to be a long ride. You know, I still have my license. I actually have taken some of my classes to keep my license. So that will be fun. And I am glad to be around fellow nurses. And, you know, during the uh, COVID, uh, COVID and the pandemic, they've done so much for so many. And they deserve a shout out every day. Really, you they know, do. You know, and it's not just uh, something that's thrown around. It's a fact. You talk about heroes. That's a description of a hero. Yeah, with you know the funny thing is, is that sometimes we don't realize that nurses. Sometimes, like when I worked at uh, Catskill, if it was a bad snow and you couldn't get out, you'd stay there twenty four hours. No one leaves their patient, mm-hmm. and that's what the dedicate. What that's what dedication is all about. Yep. One of the proudest moments of my life is when my son Corey told me he was going to be a nurse. Yep. And he is. Yep. You know, I'm so proud of that. He, he loves it. He yeah. loves it probably. Yes. Otherwise, you know, we're do uh, Debbie Levine in my office is she's beginning to call around for our uh, coat drive for kids, and I think that's very important. I want to know that. See, I'm going to interrupt you. Can our listeners get involved in the coat drive? Sure. Give a call. Give a call. You know, there's so many kids that are in need right now, and. It's, it's really tough for some of the parents. You know, they're struggling, they're working, but they need a little extra help, and that's what we in our office try to do. So we have, you know, a coat drive going on at this point. Uh, also, um, you know, one of the issues we also have during the winter is people, it's unaffordable. Uh, sometimes they can't afford to buy oil for their tanks, propane for their tanks, and, uh, you know, all those donations help for people that or, you know, whether they're seniors, et cetera. Uh, housing has become an, a tremendous issue in, in our community. You know, there's very few and far between housing. And one of the things I really hate to see is people staying in hotels. Mm-hmm. It's not really a place for children. Right. Uh, we don't have a ton of hotels. And, you know, getting somebody a stabilized home is one of the most important things that you can do. Children know where they're going every night. You know, they're in school. I mean, it ca- it causes anxiety in children and, you know, food shortages for children. And then United Way and the Federation are doing a fabulous job. And, you know, I guess the whole thing is, is that all of us that, you know, have a home and we can afford food, you know, it's giving is something that we all have to do. You know, we talk about the amazing organizations um, throughout and how many of these amazing organizations, all of them, that you support. But we had spoken a couple of times about the United Way. I think maybe one of the times that you're in, um, I'd love to have Julian Dawson in from the United Way as well. I think that would be great. I think it's a great idea, and uh, Julian is a special guy. He really is a special guy. Yeah. You know, I, I'm sure he doesn't make a great salary, but boy, oh boy, does he work hard. He's got a big heart. He really does. he also does. is a good friend of my uh, 
my son Jacob. Fantastic. Yep. Well, yeah, I'll reach out and uh, we'll have Julian Dawson in from the United Way one day. We'll get a chance to chat a little bit about the United Way and the work that they do. You know, Sullivan County is kind of special. There are so many people that do a lot, and, you know, nobody really knows so much about them, but they help in so many different ways in our community. You know, you know, they're stand-up kind of people, and, you know, we have to thank them. You know, I know uh, Matt McPhillip's parents, they're, uh, every year they do all the flowers, you know, and they enjoy doing it, and it's not something that they get paid for. It's something that they love to keep their community looking great. And, you know, that's one of the things that, you know, I said, Matt, your parents do that beautiful? And they said, yes, they do it every year. And I wish he'd come to my house. Maybe they could come <laughs> to my house and do my flowers too. But we really appreciate people like them. You know, um, we are very lucky. And you and I were chatting a little bit uh, earlier about where I'm from, and I refer to it as the old country, northeast Pennsylvania. Um, I'm from you know, the Bronx. The Bronx, there you go. Well, I love where I came from, but one of the things that really um, caught my attention very early on uh uh, at that time, back and forth to this area at the time to get Thunder 102 started about 18 years ago, was just realizing the heart um, of the people here throughout uh, Sullivan County, throughout Sullivan and the Catskills, and then the amazing organizations. And then to see where one organization where this month is asking for help is standing side by side with another organization next month to help that organization. And and you think of just the collaboration of really, you look at like our Rotary Clubs, how they collaborate, the Monticello Liberty and the Livingston Manor Rotary Club and the Alliance Clubs and all other organizations. That I think we are so lucky that sometimes we may not realize what we have here. And it goes back right back to what you said about the people in this area are so giving, have such a big heart. You can complain about any area uh, you could say bad things, but we're incredibly lucky here. We certainly are. Uh, you know, we we have to get some kind of a uh, some kind of a jingle about, you know, come to Sullivan County, mm-hmm. a place to feel love. <laughs> that, and, and it's that's true. A, it is. It, it really yeah, is true. It is. I mean, everybody like when something happens, somebody always stands up and helps. Yeah. And it's true. And people do it for no money just because they care, and caring is sharing. And, you know, it's interesting because we always used to say, and I still say, um, you got to be ready because it's not, you know, it's not if something happens, it's when something happens. Like what happens. just happened. In, exactly. What just happened. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, I pray for those children that were injured yep. and pray for all. Of, I, I went up to visit, and, I mean, Hopefully the insurance companies come through because there's a lot of damage up there. And a lot of them are low income. Some of them are elderly. You know, they can't do this by themselves. They cannot do it by themselves. What a tragedy. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And the things that are going on, you know, around the world now. We spoke earlier about the the, uh, situation with Israel Israel and Mike Sakel mentioning on Catskills News. That uh, you were part of that uh, that Zoom uh, gathering, the We Stand with Israel gathering last night. And this, some of the things you just really can't wrap your head around that are going on. You know, I, 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 you know I'm sure like everybody else, when you listen, you're in tears. When you see those children grabbed and taken away, families don't know where they are, children killed, seniors killed. It's just 
just awful. And I, of course, stand with Israel. And I think the United States should do everything they can to get back all of those hostages. You know, I pray every day that, you know, they're threatening horrible things. Mm -hmm. And uh, we just don't want to see it happen. And, mm -hmm. you know, uh, uh, we all, I stand with Israel, and I think we all should. Yeah. It's a democracy. Yeah. It's a democracy. It's a democracy. The number for your office, if somebody has questions, suggestions, maybe wants to talk about this situation. 845-794-5807. And let's all pray for those that are in such trauma right now. Our Assemblywoman Aileen Gunther. It's 847 now. One, two, Birthday shout-outs on Catskills News Talk. 92.5-94.9. Again, a belated happy anniversary to uh, Dave and Grin Dunlop. Celebrated their anniversary over the weekend. I didn't mention it yesterday because they were a little bit busy. So I wanted to make sure I mentioned that today. Happy anniversary to Eddie Wilson. Eddie Wilson and his wife Nancy celebrating their anniversary. Um, I believe for, uh, for Eddie it's uh, 25 years. For Nancy it's two years of wedded bliss. Not bad for 25 years. <laughs> Happy anniversary to Eddie and Nancy. Happy birthday to Joe Teneri. And a happy birthday to Steve Schwartz, Steve's Music Center. Celebrating a birthday today, you're celebrating with David Lee Roth. He is 69 today. Bradley Whitford, the West Wing, is 64. Probably a good friend of Hudson Cooper. Hudson had a lot to do with the West Wing. Now, actually, it was Madam Secretary. That's yeah. what it was, yeah. Um, California Governor Gavin Newsom is 56. Former NFL quarterback Brett Favre is 54. Mario Lopez, afternoons on our sister station, 98.3 WSUL. He's 50 today. NASCAR's Dale Earnhardt Jr., 49. Dan Stevens, Downton Abbey, and Legion is 41. And uh, Presley Hosbach, Dance Moms, Stage Fright, 16. Got a birthday, got a celebration. Let us know about it. We'll let everybody know about it. Go to CatskillsNewsTalk.com. Click shout out. Get your info to us. We'll get it on for you at Catskills News Talk 92.5949. Silberto and Friends. And that's where we come in. Weekday mornings on Catskills News Talk 92.5 and 94.9. Good morning, I'm Paul Silberto, Assemblywoman Aileen Gunther on this Tuesday morning. We are winding down Silberto and Friends at 6.53 now. And with Catskills News Conversations. Here's Mike Sakel. We're speaking with Kathy Herbert. She's the Liberty PBA Fall Festival event chairperson and is getting ready for the big event. And Kathy, I'm, I'm glad I had a chance to catch up with you because last week we did speak briefly with Liberty Central Superintendent, Dr. Patrick Sullivan, and their event coordinator. You know, we talked a lot about the big unveiling, and that's going to be a big event for the new school mascot, but... There's a whole lot more going on during this fall festival, which is coming up on Saturday. First of all, before we get started, can you just briefly talk to us about Liberty PBA? I know you do a lot of other community activities and events. Tell me a little bit about the PBA organization there. Well, thank you for having us first. The PBA is comprised of the Liberty Police Department members. The members um, commit their private time and their personal money to try to make the community a better place by doing um, like outreaches throughout the county where we see um, there's a need. 
every paycheck we have money taken out and that money goes back into the community. We do a lot of outreaches such as car seat installation programs, plucking with police, cleaning up the village garbages. We do a lot with the schools, jelly bean contests. We do the snack pack program fundraisers, golf tournaments throughout the county, the Special Olympics. When there's a tragedy in a family, we are, are there to donate funds for the needs. We do the food pantry. Uh, we do a Toys for Tots giveaway. We do the trunk or treat. The Knights Order fundraiser, No Shave November, Pops from Cops, Hospice, um, Unity Day. Wow. We try to get involved anytime <laughs> there's a, a need in the community. We try to jump right in. That's terrific. And not to take away from any of the other local law enforcement uh, organizations, but I'll tell you, you know, Chief Degata and, uh, and Liberty PD, I know, are, are really, really tied in with the community. And Fall Festival sounds like it's going to be a whole lot of fun. So uh, tell us all about it. There's a parade. There's so many things going on. So it it got started because um, as a dispatcher at the police department, the 4th of July festival that they used to have in the village, they started again this year. Because of COVID, everything, it was stopped. We were taking phone call after phone call, and people were angry with us. Why isn't there something for the community to get together? So last year I approached the PBA and I said, let's do this. Let's give them something to draw these people back together. They, they've lost that connection yeah. for the last three years. So we all voted on it, and we said, let's do it. So it got a little bigger than we thought it was going to be. Um, <laughs> we're up to, I think, almost 35, 40 vendors right now. Wow. We thought maybe 10. <laughs> we have a lot going on that day. We were so glad that the school joined us and chose our event to unveil their mascot, which is very exciting. The parade will start at 10 o'clock. People are welcome to come and join the parade. Immediately following the parade, we have vendors. We have live music in the park by the Avenue Duo and DJ New York. Um, They'll be playing from 10 o'clock until 4 p.m. We have a humongous touch-a-truck event in which there's a surprise vehicle coming that I don't believe has been to any other touch-a-truck events. Mm -hmm. And it took a lot to get it, and we've got it. We're we're so happy. We have a chili contest going on, tons of games and free prizes for kids. We have pumpkin painting. We have face painting. Again, the unveiling of the Liberty School mascot. We have a raffle that contains some of the biggest prizes. Um, We're up to, I believe, 20-something prizes, like more than $1,000 worth of prizes. Uh, There's a three-night stay at the villa. We have a crossbow from all things accuracy, a Kyle Muthig Memorial Maple Basket, um, a Grains to Glory um, flag. We have... uh, a lottery board, just tons of stuff. We have a yeah. eating around the county restaurant raffle that contains 17 restaurants. That's Gift great. cards on yeah. it and a pizza one for 10. The raffles are going to be the only money that we're making from this event. And that's going right back to the community. We are unveiling a gift from the PBA to the village um, that day, which will be a, a nice surprise to the village as well as all the residents. Wow. Um, Just listening to that whole list. You've been working on this I've for a long time? For about a year. But <laughs> wow. this is just getting bigger. With every phone call, it's getting bigger and bigger. I just had another uh, vendor call and added in. It's just, it's getting tremendous. We're having two of the local breweries as well as a rolling bar truck. We have uh, food trucks. We have uh, Okie Pokey Dogs. Many, many vendors from around the area. So it's going to be a great day. We just got to pray for some good weather, and yeah. we're all set. I was going to ask, is this, a, is this a rain or shine, or do you have a rain date? Or? It's a rain or shine. It's a rain or shine. Rain or shine. No, 
no backup. Right. <laughs> that is terrific. Kathy Herbert, again, Liberty PBA. And uh, I have to commend everybody uh, with PBA, you know, all the work that you do around the community all year long, really. And uh, looking forward to the Fall Festival. It's happening in Liberty, and it's from 10 until 4. Lots of activities. You just heard the whole list. Kathy just gave it to you. So, So be a part of it. And the unveiling, I understand, of the Liberty School mascot, the new mascot, will be around noontime. So Yes, and they have a whole itinerary of their own. Yes, they doing. do. They have a bunch of stuff going on with theirs. So that added to ours. There is something for the families to do, and it's just going to be a great day. And it's going to be easy on the pocketbooks because everything we're doing for the kids is free. Um, so I hope everybody comes out and joins us. It's Mike Sakel, Catskills Conversations, Assemblywoman Aileen Gunther. Thank you for being here. We appreciate it. Fun to be here. Coming up tomorrow on the next Silberto and Friends, we're talking Boys and Girls Club. Tommy Wasserman will be here, 52 and Vine. Kim Simons, Kim's Kitchen, Ray Pucci, Delaware County Update. Krista Berger, our Center for Workforce Development Update. Cindy Ray Hancock, Herald, and Congressman Mark Molinaro. Silberto and Friends, weekday mornings on Catskills News Talk. 92.5 and 94.9.